the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Thank you for being with us. Jose starts off this hour in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hey, Jose, how are you? Hey, Mr. Ramsey and Mrs. Jade. How are you all today? Great, man. How can we help? Yes, sir. Well, I just want to start real quick by uh, thanking your entire team. Uh, I met most of y'all at the Smart Conference for your grand opening, and what a fine event. So thank y'all for what you do. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate you coming over to Nashville for that. Thank you, sir. It was it was a great, great trip. Cool. How can we help today? Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, I'll start right off the bat. Uh, so uh, I just left my uh, 9-to-5, uh, my 9-to-5 job and uh, as an assistant manager, and uh, just due to poor leadership. And uh, I went ahead and uh, started my own remodeling and handyman services company right off uh, back-to-back within a week. So I'm, I'm just calling for some wisdom. Um, you know, I, I, I just need to, you know, get some do's and don'ts from you, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, need, need some coaching. Okay. On, on leadership on money. What are we talking about here? Uh, I, I would say, I mean, uh, finances, uh, I guess start off. This would be my second venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a food check before. Uh, it went well. I, I sold it uh, to get my house. Uh, but right now I'm on baby step two and, uh, yeah, uh, starting off, you know, fresh, uh, with my second venture now as a remodeler and handyman. So yeah, I mean, finances, you? uh, any, what was that? Is it just you in the business or do you have other folks that are working with your contracting? Uh, yeah, right now it's just me, uh, just myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, looking, to, you know, to see if I can hire up. Uh, here in, in, in the near future, but okay. So you uh, feel confident yeah. about estimating the jobs in, in a, such a way that the pricing is fair, but you make a profit. That is correct, sir. Yes. Okay. All right. So what, what I would tell you then is make sure the first thing you do, if you haven't already done it, is open a business checking account. It doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. It can be just a DBA account. Um, Jose DBA doing business as Jose's remodeling company or whatever. And it's just social security number. You don't even have to have a tax ID number to do that. You can, if you want, but it's not necessary. Um, and then make sure 100% of the income of the business goes into that account. And the only thing you pay out of that account are expenses. What's left by definition, if revenue minus expenses is what's left in the account, by definition, your account balance is your profit. Okay. On a simple cash basis accounting system is what you're creating there. Okay. Now, when you pull money out of that account to take it home to pay bills and eat and all those glorious things, you need to also set aside one fourth of everything you pull out of that account. So if you pull a thousand dollars out, you set aside $250 and set that in a separate savings account that you have labeled taxes so that you can pay your quarterly estimates. And, um, until you make about a hundred thousand profit, your quarterly estimates are going to be right around 25% because your net tax rate, your net tax rate is going to be a little over 10 and you got 15.3 cause you get the opportunity to pay both sides of FICA <laughs> called self-employment tax. Cause small business people pay double tax. So, um, 
Yeah, and so, yeah, because we in America, and Washington, D.C. really believes in small business, so mm. they tax you twice. So, <laughs> A um, gift of business ownership. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that, that's what you do. And, and so, yeah, you set aside a fourth for taxes. You pay your quarterly estimates on time. And then the, the trick here is, of course, to manage the estimating process. And, uh, man, I'd pick me up some software to do that, uh, some estimating software. And build it into an accounting system if you can. It's not real complicated to do, so that you track how close you closely you and accurately you do that. And you charge all of your tools and all of your purchases to a job. Job cost everything. Ah, okay, that's great. And that way you say, okay, that job was you know I had to buy an extra tool that was X number of dollars to do this job, and this job bought the tool. And I still made a profit. Okay. That way you don't end up taking all your money and buying tools Mm -hmm. because in your business, you can just buy tools for everything. You know I mean? You buy tools for days. (laughs) Yeah. Last night I was at Home Depot and, uh, of course, uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen the Milwaukee packout system. And, uh, I like, I need to go home, just relax, think about it. And then I'm like, well, I don't need to spend, you know, a thousand dollars right off that. Yeah. (laughs) Let, Let a job buy that for you. Okay. Some job where you'll actually utilize that because that's a great system, by the way. I love the Milwaukee stuff, but um, I'm a tool yeah. nut. But the uh, uh, yeah, jump in there, get but but let a job pay for it, and that way you're not just a boy collecting goodies. I see. Okay. Um, last, uh, I guess, last uh, uh, question would be, uh, uh, you know, I do listen to the entrepreneur uh, entre leadership, and uh, for leadership purposes, uh, I'm trying to you know grow as a uh, grow a better leader, just so that when the day dudes best come when I need to hire, um, just, you know, uh, of course, uh, you, you set, uh, really great, uh, examples there at their, you know, resident solutions. So just, uh, you know, a couple, uh, you know, pieces of wisdom that I can use uh, for muscle build. In your situation, it sounds like the first type of hire probably wouldn't be like a full or part-time person. It'd probably be just a contracted worker. If you're, it's a handyman business, so you might be hiring a guy that does a specific task and you're just hiring him to do that task for that job. And maybe, you know, you've worked out something where he's coming back to you uh, just to do that type of labor. I, I don't see how right away you'd be making, a, you know, a payroll hire unless it was somebody mm-hmm. to do bookkeeping or something like that or, you know, do the office end of things. Yeah, and that might right. be on down the line. I mean, you got to have so much work that you're covered up yeah. and you can't, simply can't get to it. And then you can justify payroll position. But yeah, in terms of how you treat people, I mean, I think we all learned from the time we got peed on, right? <laughs> that time, yeah. that time you went to work and the guy pissed on you. I mean, you know, you know, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I had a guy cuss me out when I was in my 20, early twenties and fire me, yelling the f bomb at me the whole time. I still don't know what I did. I still wow. don't know why I got fired. I probably actually deserved it. But I don't know what I did. I just want to meet the man that cussed out Dave Ramsey. Well, I was 20 I can't years even old. Yeah, I, was, I was kind of a ca- aghast. I was just caught off guard. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. I'm out of here. I'm done. Oof. Okay, I'll clean up my desk. It's okay. But I still don't know what I did to this day. And he died. So I still, oh. I'll never know. But the, <laughs> oh, uh, I, but so, you know, out of that, what did I learn? Wow. I have, you know, I've had uh, over the years, we've, you know, we've got 1,100 team members. We've probably got 1,500 people that used to work here that le- either left and got better jobs or got mm-hmm married and moved to Oklahoma or some of them we fired but every single person we fired knows why and none of them were cussed in the process so I just decided I'm not going to treat other people like I got treated so treat other people like you want to be treated golden rule the golden rule I mean it's not hard and so just be kind 
and gentle and courageous and firm and truthful. Treat other people like you'd want to be treated. Pay your, you tell them you're going to pay them, pay them. You tell them they need to do something, make sure they do it. You know, treat other people like you'd want to be treated. And to be unclear is to be unkind. This is The Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Jade Washall Ramsey Personality is my co-host. If you're a business leader, there's something you need to know. All the best leaders spend time and yes, some money investing in their own growth. As our friend John Maxwell likes to say, leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. You've got to invest in yourself if you want to grow. And what better way to do that than to attend the premier leadership conference of the year, Entree Leadership Summit. We just finished the one that we did this year last week here at the Nashville uh, Gaylord hotel. And, uh, next year we're going to be in Dallas. You're going to be challenged and motivated by the top minds in leadership. People like James clear from, Oh man, from, from atomic habits is going to be speaking. Craig Groeschel, pastor Craig, pastor of, uh, America's largest church, arguably. Hmm. And one of the founders of the, uh, version Bible app with a half a billion downloads. Now, Craig is an incredible leadership speaker and a good friend, Mike Rowe, from Dirty Jobs and Deadliest Catch will be there. Carrie Lorenz, uh, America's first female fighter pilot. And is she inspiring? Wow. I'm telling you. Uh, some guy named Dave Ramsey will be there. <laughs> so uh, you never know about that guy. But, uh, hey, the rest of them, probably going to be pretty good. And next year, Summit's 10-year anniversary of this. We've been doing it, and we're taking it to the Gaylord Texan in Dallas to celebrate. If you want to grow your leadership ability and celebrate all that you've accomplished as a leader so far, you need to join us. It's going to be an incredible week, April 21st through the 24th incredible three days actually seriously if there's a year to be there it's this one you do not want to miss this to learn more go to ramseysolutions.com slash summit ramseysolutions.com slash summit uh, our question of the day sponsored by neighborly your hub for home services if you're moving you have a long list of to-dos but neighborly has local pros like housemaster five-star painting window genie and junk king and uh one of the mr electric guys dropped by the lobby here a little bit earlier from That's neighborly right. yeah pretty cool so visit neighborly.com to schedule home service experts near you Today's question of the day comes from Tony in Michigan. He says, I'm 56 years old and have no debt. I have $1.4 million in the bank and want to know how much is enough for me to feel comfortable retiring. 
1.4 million sounds like a lot, but I don't have a good handle on how long that would last. That's a really good question, um, Dave. And I feel like a lot of people kind of have that thought in their mind. I've got this money. How do I know if it's enough? How do, how do I know if I can retire or when I can retire? And I feel like it's more about being able to and being happy with living off the interest. So if you looked at 1.4 million and it's invested, let's say that you're averaging a 10 po- 10% rate of return, are you able to live on the 10% comfortably with inflation, with all of your expenses? So in his case, $140,000 a year. Does that feel right? If you feel like yes, then great. It'll last forever. It'll last forever because you're never touching the principal. Yeah, it'll but keep if, laying the golden eggs. That's right. And and that's really where you want to be. You don't ever want to have to touch that money. Um, but if you're looking at that and you're like, oh, I don't know, like living on 140000 I've been living off of two hundred. If you've got a house payment, there's so many things to consider. But that's ultimately, at the end of the day, what we want to be looking at is living off the interest and if that's possible for you. So Yeah, and here's a simple equation, and it is probably overly simple, but just to kind of give you an idea, all right? Inflation not counting lately or counting lately, actually, and for the last 75 years has averaged 4%, 4.2%. Okay. Now, lately we've been closer to 10. Sure. And in the 70s, we were at 12. But the average over the last 75 years is 4.2. All right. Now, the average stock market rate of return is 11.8 since the stock market began. That's the average annual return if you had invested in growth stock mutual funds across the stock market, okay? Now, so if we just use rough numbers, let's say 12% rate of return, which my personal mutual funds have averaged that for decades Mm -hmm. now, so averaged, some years not, some years a lot more, average that's right Remember can sixth you ex- grade math can you explain average. that average because i know all the time people fight us on on that the difference yeah. between annual or like annualized rate of return looking at it over the track record of yeah. it just just look at and say what did you make okay because this is how wealthy people look at it. they go all right if i'm making 12 and i'm losing four in purchasing power because of inflation the cost of bread went up mm-hmm. the cost of electricity went up the cost of cars and tires went up. The cost of dot, dot, dot went up 4%. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making 12 and I'm losing four in purchasing power, if I pull off eight, my mutual funds will grow by four a year, but they have to do that to break even in purchasing power. So if you're earning 12 and pulling off four, you're getting a cost of living raise That's good. every year. Mm-hmm. But it's a cost of living raise. It's mm-hmm. not anymore. You're not you're not gaining actual wealth. Right. It's net of right. inflation. Mm-hmm. You're gaining, but you're gaining actual dollars to offset the inflation. Okay. That's right. So if it, it and if you did that, and and if you want to use different numbers, use different numbers. Use eleven and and five. Mm-hmm. Then you'd pull off six. Okay, I don't care, mm-hmm. but that's how you can go at it. So if you got a million dollars and you pull off eight, that's eighty thousand. That means you made a hundred and twenty, so your million grew by forty thousand mm-hmm. and you lived on the eighty, then so if you can live off of eight percent and you're invested in good mutual funds, you probably pretty much do it in perpetuation. Mm-hmm. Um it might dip into it a little and it might refill in another year. Yeah. 
but overall it'll pretty much run it'll pretty much run like a machine the rest of your life uh, assuming that the you know the american economy continues to do what it has done for the last 80 years well and this is one of those reasons it's so important to do what we teach pay off your debt pay off your mortgage so that when you're going into retirement your your cost of living is not sky high right and let me tell you something else here, here there are some really stupid people that write financial articles mm-hmm. all over the internet and here's here's what's stupid about them all right they run all these numbers out in great detail on math Mm -hmm. and they do not grasp that life will never ever happen the way they laid it out so the way we just laid this out do you think that that you got the chances that guy's 1.4 million that he's going to live on exactly 140 or exactly 8% of that, right. which would be more like 100. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. is he actually going to do it exactly that way? Are those mutual funds going to earn exactly a market rate of return? Or are they going to make a little more or a little less? That's right. Uh, what's going to actually happen is he's probably going to live on less than that, and this money's going to grow. And there's some other factors that we haven't even considered in this, like his life and Absolutely. his health. Absolutely. And his marriage and, you know, an inheritance comes or doesn't come in addition mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of other crap that's going to happen. And so these guys, when they're writing these financial articles, act like, well, I mean, if you miss this by 0.2%, you're not going to make it. You're, you can't estimate this. You can't forecast it within 0.2%. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, unless you're God, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And I promise you, God is not writing financial articles <laughs> on Tic Tac. Okay, it's definitely not happening. So uh. I can tell because the people doing it are idiots and God's fairly smart. So <laughs> it, the, the point is these guys are become such math nerds. They think all this stuff operates in an exact little vacuum mm-hmm. and it never yeah. works out that way. I mean, can you imagine if today with, you know, I've got hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate today. That was none of that was in my equation. Right. None of it. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, all you do is like be one piece of real estate off That's right. and the whole thing changes. So, you know, you're in one way or the other, uh, one business that you sell yeah. or that uh, has a hit and booms, uh, right. one, one little thing. So you can't, you're 30 years old. You can't predict when you're 70, exactly where you're going to be, but you can have a target That's right. and say, based on that target, I know that if I'm 25 years old and I average 12% and I put $100 a month away from age 25 to age 65, that the math tells me that's $1,176,000. Is it going to happen exactly that way? I just said it wasn't. But that's what the math can predict for you. It can go, oh, so we could have over a million dollars. We have hope. We're not going to wait on uh, Karl Marx and socialism to fix this. Right. We're actually going to work and save and live on less than we make and be on a budget and yes. keep our butts out of debt. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, a packed house, and on the debt-free scream, April is with us. Hi, April. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, Jade. Hey. Where do you live? I live in Harker Heights, Texas. It's about 45 minutes north of Austin, outside of Fort Hood. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Welcome to Nashville. Thank and how you. much debt have you paid, April? Uh, $740,619. Yo! <laughs> wow! Oh, whoa. Okay. And uh, how long does this take? Uh, four years, eight months, and two days. Good Lord, girl. 
and your uh, range of income during that uh, four years? Uh, it was one thirty-four thousand to one fifty-one thousand last year. Wow. Okay. You, you did not make enough to <laughs> do to that in something. four years. Well, you must have sold something big. <laughs> yes, I had uh, the two rental homes uh, from previous duty stations. Uh, like. So you're military. Yes, sir. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. What are you doing in the military? Uh, I am uh, retired as of July first. I'm a retired uh, Black Hawk pilot. Say what? <laughs> Girl, you're BA. <laughs> Serious. Sometimes. Wow. I'm retired now. We're in the, we're, hey, we're in, we're in the presence of uh, royalty here. Oh, wow. man. Okay. She could take both of us down, Dave. Yeah, deep, deep respect right here. Yeah, well done. Very cool. And 700. Oh, and go ahead. And, now I get the helicopter on the T-shirt. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 740000 bucks. Now, how much of that was the rental property? Uh, it was four twenty-five. Okay. What are you going to do now that you've retired? Uh, I took a year off. I had a, um, I'm taking a year off. I'm taking a gap year. Uh, I had a best friend get married. My son graduated college and high school last mm-hmm. month. Very mm-hmm. cool. And uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna do my debt-free scream and then figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Wow. Oh, and I can do cool. that now. <laughs> very cool. I'm proud of you. Very good. Well, we're honored to have you here. I mean, and what, what an incredible to- story you are. So, mm-hmm. okay. So you sell off the rental properties. What started all this? How'd you get started on this? Uh, so, um, 2018, I was uh, passed over for the second time for a major. And uh, in the military, when you're an officer, and when you get passed over two times, uh, you uh, get kicked out in seven months. So, for the first time, I wrote down all my debts. Like, what kind of job, what kind of salary do I need in the civilian world? And I'm a single mom, so it was very important to me. And that's the first time that's how much I realized I was in debt. Um, and I always wanted to get into criminal justice, um, so I needed uh, obviously a six-figure job, and you know, starting new criminal justice jobs wasn't that. So there killed two dreams, um, and then I was worried that I might have to claim bankruptcy, which my parents claimed bankruptcy when I was growing up, and I vowed to never do that. And so um, I decided to do one of those debt consolidation <laughs> things, and then I was talking to a friend of mine from flight school who is an Apache pilot in Colorado named Lena, and she was passed over as well. And so we were kind of bonding over it, um, that we were getting out and we were getting stressed. And she says, well, hey, I'm going to start doing this Dave Ramsey plan. I'm like, what is that? Uh, so I looked you up online and saw you had books. And I uh, saw the website. And I'm like, I'm not buying. I'm not giving him my money right now. <laughs> so I went to the library, uh, t- uh, checked out the book. And I read it that night. That night was April 21st, 2018. And I was hooked ever since. Um, I... Uh, uh, bought every book since then and I was doing it on my own until um, uh, turns out uh, so the army needed us to stay so they offered me cell cons so they were going to let me finish to my 20 which got me to July 1st oh, 2022 wow. so I was able to stay um, and but at that point in time I was like well I don't want to be in that situation again in five years five yeah. years is going right. to pass anyways yeah. <laughs> so right. I might as well be out of debt um, so I was uh, I buckled down uh Rice and beans, luckily that's all my son likes, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we okay. kind of looked at on that. Um, I was stationed in Pennsylvania at the time. We moved to Texas um, mm-hmm. in 2019. In 2020, we were, um, during COVID, uh, we were um, quarantined for mm-hmm. about six weeks. 
at uh, Fort Hood, and uh, during that time, I was a marathon listening to your show, and I heard that there was a free uh, financial coaching call. So I signed up for that. Caroline called me that night, which was actually April 21st, uh, 2020, exactly. Caroline's one of your Ramsey financial coaches. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Yes, sir. Cool. <laughs> uh, actually, it was two, day, uh, two years to the day. April 21st, 2020 is when she called me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And we t- actually, my uh, free call ended up being like uh, three or four hours. We, we just talked and uh, oh, my. bonded over that uh, she talked me into going to FPU I'm a self-learner I like to read and I was like I already read it there's I can't get nothing out of FPU put it in FPU I've taken FPU 17 times since Whoa! <laughs> 17 yes sir and I taught it twice well, <laughs> oh thank my you gosh. thank yeah. you for teaching it so what did uh was she right obviously if you went 17 freaking times but yes. what do you get from FPU didn't get from reading um I I say it's kind of like my AA meeting. I you know I, I show up and that, that way I'm in. I have a group of people mm-hmm. that are like me because when you go around uh, to work saying oh, get rid of your credit cards and and uh, no one really it's so weird. No one really wants to accept that yet. Yeah. So yeah. I feel alone at work for you gotta a while. Get, you got to get a group of people that are doing the same thing you're doing. And yes, that's what right. it be. It's the tribe. Yes, sir. And yeah. after after a, a couple of times of going, I, and I just love watching people grow mm-hmm. over. Uh, How does it feel to be completely free? Oh, <laughs> it's such a weight lifted. And you're such a precise person. <laughs> Every date is memorized. I mean, Blackhawk Pilot. You don't you don't miss any detail. Yes, Everything's sir. dialed in. But have you have you dialed in the feeling and like? <laughs> that wasn't in the checklist in the baby steps sir i'm a checklist person <laughs> uh-huh. it's a flight it's a flight checklist what a, okay at baby step seven when you have no debt and you can breathe you're supposed to breathe oh okay that, there's that part yeah yes, breathe sir. you need yeah. to add that into fpu sir. okay all right <laughs> man wow. i love it you're so intense so very well done yeah now, how does it feel uh, it feels amazing. Um, I like that I broke my family curse, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I have a legacy behind. My son actually, I uh, tricked him into uh, doing the uh, uh, the high school foundations. I bought mm-hmm. it for him for Christmas, and I said, "Hey, when you finish this course, there's a hundred dollars waiting for you." He he waited till the last minute to do it, but once he did it, he has a notebook full of notes on the course. And then he said he wanted to be FPU. He said he wanted a part. He went and got a part time job and started a, a, his own IRA. At wow. 16, so. There you go. Oh, dude, well wow. done. Wow. Yeah, you've changed your family tree. Big yes, time. sir. Yeah, you did. Way to go. I'm so proud of you. Yes, so proud of you. Okay, now when you're coordinating those classes with paying off 740000 bucks, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Uh, the key to getting out of debt, uh, for me, since it was a long time, the number one thing is coffee. <laughs> and then uh, number two, second grade uh, math skills. And three, you just, you just got to hate debt. You gotta- I love second grade math <laughs> skills. Come on and tell the truth. Yes. You got, you got to hate debt. You can't love it. Because when you're in love, you overlook things. Like... But when you hate something or you can't stand, like everyone hasn't been able to stand a coworker and mm-hmm. you know his schedule, you know if he's 30 seconds late to work. Okay. <laughs> you follow him and that's what you have to do with your I debt. I think this is personal yeah. for you. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know who this guy is yeah. and I'm worried about oh, okay. him. Okay, I, I don't want to be on your bad side. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is, not, this is not good, yeah. Speaking for a friend. She's got details, I'm just saying. She's got a plan. You're amazing. You're amazing. So, Very so well done. Cool. I feel I, if there's a few more of you out there, I think we in America are well protected. <laughs> oh, my goodness. B.A. Wow. Unbelievable. Black Hawk. Ah, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And thank you for your incredible story and your inspiration. You're an inspiring yes. young woman. 
and um you know to to say thank you for serving and to say uh thank you for uh leading financial peace university twice and uh going through it 17 times and walking with your coach uh we want to offer to train you to become a ramsey coach would you do that if i pay for it absolutely sir (laughs) all right we're gonna pay for it for you all right that's it that's it it. all right good deal and we got this books and stuff too for you too but i think you've already bought them all so, yes, sir. But oh I, my gosh. I hand them out. So, yeah. I mean, to have somebody like you out there coaching for Ramsey, I know, right? Look Can't out, be look out, Visa. Cannot. Oh, look yeah. out, Visa. I'm just saying, you're going down. Oh, she got tabs on you. Yeah. Look out, Sally May. You in danger. All right, April from Kelly, Texas. Wow, seven hundred forty thousand paid off in four years and eight months. Selling the rental properties and doing it, making one thirty four to one fifty one. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. I almost made a Blackhawk pilot cry. I saw it. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 21, 11. When a scoffer is punished, the simple becomes wise. When a wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. Eleanor Roosevelt said, learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. good. That is good. Pretty good. I'll take that one. Hey, back at the first of the year, we told you the housing market was not going to melt down. It didn't. We told you the market was going to slow down. It did. And we told you that we were going to continue to see a slight rise in values and prices, and they have. We told you there's going to continue to be a shortage of real estate, and there is. Interest rates have continued to go up, and everybody's walking around with their lips stuck out, but real estate's (laughs) still selling. And houses are still selling. If you're getting ready to sell a house, this is a great time to sell a house. Mm -hmm. If you're getting ready to buy a house, great time to buy a house. If you want to refinance and get rid of the higher interest rate, if rates go down, you could do that later. But this is, you know, you're not going to get a better deal four years from now. It's going to be higher. This is the time if you're ready to buy, to buy. And you need a Ramsey trusted agent by your side. These guys and gals got your team stamp of, got our team stamp of approval because they are top tiered real estate agents that you can trust to handle something important. They're not brand new. They do a lot of transactions. We vetted them. Mm -hmm. We've done our very best to find the best possible people we can endorse. They're endorsed local providers for real estate, and they're Ramsey trusted. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent to connect to one near you. Doesn't cost a thing to connect to them. That's RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Brandy is in Sacramento. Hi, Brandy. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? Hi. I um, Thank you, first of all, for taking my call. Um, so to get straight to it, I, um, inherited my grandmother's home. Uh, she passed away in October of 21. I'm sorry. Um, we only, thank you. Um, we only have property tax, so the house is paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 30 plus year old home, uh, that's needing improvement. Um, uh, my husband and I both work full time mm-hmm. and we have five beautiful children to provide and care for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in debt a little over 45,000, mm-hmm. um, and are looking to, are you living in the debt. house? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
what were you paying um, before in rent? Um, so prior to moving in with her, before she passed, we were renting. I know. And what were you paying? Uh, thirteen fifty. Okay. All right. And what do you guys make? What's your household income? Our household income altogether is a little over six thousand. Um, but with uh, child support that I do receive, it's seventy three sixty two. Okay, so eighty five thousand dollars a year income. All right. Mm-hmm. And um, and you have forty five thousand dollars worth of debt. What kind of debt? Um, most of it is mine. Uh, I did purchase a vehicle, so I have twenty five thousand um, left, and then thirteen in student loans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the rest is like. Um, and what are the like repairs old? to the house that you want to do? Um, well, there was water damage to the floor, um, and then windows, mm-hmm. um, that would be needing replaced or mm-hmm. upgraded, mm-hmm. more energy efficient. Mm-hmm. And what's the cost of all that? Have you kind of priced it out to see what that would cost you? Yeah. Um, flooring, no windows between it's, it's like eight to 10,000. Mm-hmm. what we were looking at. Um, I am reaching out to like PG&E in our area to see if there's any weatherization programs that they have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so your net question is what? Um, well, we'd like to look at consolidating in some way, and I heard about refinancing or HELOC and was wondering what your thoughts were on that. You have a paid-for house. If you go get a mortgage on it, I'm going to smack you. Okay, so that's and I'm gonna watch. That would be a no. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay. no, your grandmother will come back and haunt. No, (laughs) I know. Yeah, no, (laughs) absolutely. You sell your car is what you do. Uh huh. Sell the car. Uh huh. You have a paid for house. Yeah. Yeah, and you have a car you can't afford. Yep. If you got rid of six hundred dollar payment. Yeah. Oh, girl. And you that could take, you could take that instantly. payment and, and a and a thirteen hundred dollar rent that you don't have any more. That's two thousand dollars a month, and that's very right. quickly you could buy eight thousand dollars worth of windows. Okay. And very quickly you could knock out that thirteen thousand of student loans yeah. soon after. Okay. You could be debt free, mm-hmm. have the windows paid off, fix the floor, mm-hmm. all in a little over a year, and be driving a five thousand dollar paid for car. I'd rather have that and a paid-for house with windows than I would a stupid car. And see, here's what's going to happen with this. The difference between you cash flowing this is you, if you cash flowing this means I'm getting the windows I need and I'm getting the floors I need. You taking Mm -hmm. out a HELOC is also an excuse for, well, let's just go ahead and renovate the downstairs. And let's just go ahead because that's what happens. People pull that money and in their mind, it's like like free free money. money. Right. And it's an mm-hmm. excuse to do this and that. Well, it's for the house. It's, but you I mean, know. let's think about where you could be three years from now. A completely renovated house and 100% debt free. Mm-hmm. Holy crud. Yeah. That ain't bad. That's a good place to aim at. Yeah. And there, from there, you could really build some serious wealth. I mean, you got a paid for house in Sacramento, freaking California. Yeah. That's no slash. That's yeah. a big deal. It is a big deal. Let's don't, yeah, mess, so let's don't mess this up in the name, that, of, in the name of a dad gum car. Not a chance. All right, Kendall is with us. Kendall's in Spokane. Hi, Kendall. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, I was just wondering um, about how much taxes you think I would be responsible for if I cashed out a um, individual stock, or if I should just leave it alone where it's at. Where'd you get the individual stock? 
It was um, gifted to me by my grandparents when I was born, and I turned 30 this year. Okay. Your basis in the stock is what they paid for it. You'll pay taxes on the difference in what they paid for it and the current sale rate. Do you have any idea what it was, what they paid for it? I would probably have to do some digging. Um, All I know is that they bought like 40 shares and now there's an additional like 104 on top of that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so you're probably the vast majority of what's the total value of all of that? Uh, just over 40 grand. Okay. You, you probably have 15% tax on almost all of it. It's capital okay. gain. It's capital gains rate. And so, you know, you probably got a six or an $8,000 tax bill. And yes, I okay. would ca- And yes, I would cash it in and use it for wherever you are on the baby steps. Okay. You're yeah, just about to finish baby step two. Yeah. So if you had $40,000 sitting in the middle of the table, you would not go buy this stock. Correct. And so by keeping it, you're making the decision to buy it again every day. Okay. So I'm just reverse engineering for you here. Yep. That's all we're doing. <clears throat> yeah, Love that, it. that sets you up and you can go. I, it, it, I think everyone hates taxes so bad that it, it sometimes will keep you from doing what you're supposed to do. Cause you might have to pay a little tax, but I mean, it's a $40,000 gift Yeah. and you net out, you know, 34 mm-hmm. or, or 30, five or whatever it ends up being exactly um after taxes yeah and you get to clean up your whole mess and move on if you're using that to take leap leaps forward in the debt-free journey it uh it causes your grandparents who gave that to you to smile that's right it's worth it and that's what they'd want you to do with it i think yeah as as long as you're you're not being you know we're not we're not cashing out to buy a car right we're not cashing out to go on vacation and waste it Mm -hmm. we're we're cashing out to move forward in our financial plan Mm -hmm. and that's what i hope she's doing with it yeah that's that's the whole whole process there very very well done good stuff yeah and so yeah when you're analyzing this now there's sometimes you want to look at the taxes and the penalties and stuff and like we tell you don't cash out 401k right. oh stuff. of course never that yeah yeah not so. until it's retired Jade Washall, age. ramsey personality was my co-host today that about puts this particular hour of the ramsey show in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.